Hey guys, this is Matt from WDW Happy Hour. I'm recording this intro at the top of the podcast to let you guys know about a couple things. First of all, the episode that you're about to listen to is really exciting. We had done something similarly in the past if you listened to our episode that we did with Skipper Kyle from Tales from the Jungle Cruise, although that was kind of an interview. This one coming up is a true collaborative effort between two podcasts. The guys from Drinking Around Disney, Cody and Ross, had reached out to us a few months back and let us know about their podcasts. They said, basically, we're kindred spirits and, you know, listen to our podcasts. And I think that we should link up and and do something together. And, you know, we did and we thought it was a great idea. So we finally were able to make that work. We collaborated and recorded a joint episode. So um, a little bit about drinking around Disney. Cody and Ross are two guys from the Carolinas, Southern boys in the United States. They love Disney. They obviously like drinking. It's right in their name. Um, You know, very similar to... to, um, so if you like us, I, I would venture to say you would also like their podcast quite a bit. You can find them on the web, www.drinkingaroundDisney.com. You can also find their episodes on iTunes, Spotify, things, Stitcher, Google Play, you know, wherever you find podcasts. The other reason that I'm recording this intro is I wanted to let you guys know that we won't be releasing our regularly scheduled episode two weeks from now. Um, We've got some scheduling conflicts, and we will be recording and releasing one shortly after that, so stay tuned. We're not going anywhere. I'm really excited for you guys to hear this collab episode that we have with Drinking Around Disney. I hope you guys have as much fun listening to it as we did recording it. So thanks, and cheers. This is Matt from WDW Happy Hour. This is really weird. I never do the introductions. <laughs> I know. We have a very special uh, episode today. We are doing our first crossover episode with another podcast. Um, very special. So I, I was about to say we have on our podcast, but I guess it's we're on their podcast. They're on our podcast. It's it's crazy, guys. We have Cody and Ross from Drinking Around Disney. So how's it going, guys? It's going pretty good. Yeah, it's going great. All right. So I guess we're... Um, we're going to do an extended introduction for everyone. So my name's Matt. I'm from the, if you're listening to Cody and Ross's podcast, of which it is going to be the same. Um, <laughs> I'm from a podcast called WDW Happy Hour. We are based out of Pennsylvania. We primarily cover Walt Disney World. Um, all, all of us are adults with no children who like to go down to Disney. We've been to the West Coast. We primarily go to the East Coast. And Cody and Ross reached out to us um, because we have very similar shticks and we have a, <laughs> our Venn diagram of, of stuff is right in the middle for, for both of our podcasts. And we thought it'd be a great fit to collaborate. So, so that's, that's what we're doing. Scott, you want to, you want to go? Oh, <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> so who are you? Who are you? Who are you and why are you here? Um, I'm Scott. I... I'm also from WDW Happy Hour. Um, I would say that my area of this podcast is drinks that are frozen and have fruity. glow cubes. Fruity, yes. Fruity. fruity. Um, but I also love run Disney events and Epcot. And uh, I'm relatively new to this. I think it's only been, what, five years or so that I've been going down to Disney since I 
kind of have, have joined this uh, community, but I've, I've genuinely enjoyed it and still, well, obviously miss going now, but still yeah. enjoy going very much. Nice. Yeah. Very good. Rob? I'm up next. Okay. We're going <laughs> clockwise. Yeah. All right. So Rob picks up a magazine, like he had stuff written down. And <laughs> no, I, I, I'm Hi, terrible. I'm like, I, I hate these introductions. Like when you're in like a work function, you have to like talk uh, about yourself for 30 seconds. Icebreaker. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm terrible at these. Just tell so. us your favorite resort and your favorite Would ride. Would you like me to interview you? <laughs> um, so, I can interview you. <laughs> no, I'm sure you could. Um, <laughs> I would say I am the resident hollow leg of the podcast. Um, of our lives. <laughs> yes. Um, I enjoy drinking immensely at Disney or drinking anywhere for that matter. Um, so I'm the, I guess the resident news expert as well, following the news, uh, all things Disney, um, whether it's parks, uh, resorts, movies, the business side, all kinds of, um, info that's out there. Um, my favorite resort. I should. We should have. I was gonna say. I think the thing I think about Rob when I think about Rob and Disney is Rob is always keyed in on the Disney logistics, oh, yes. like yeah, yeah, logistics transportation man. and yeah, you know, park flow and stuff like that. We always turn to him for that kind of thing. And he, so that's like his. Yeah, I am a nerd. That's his baby. That, I, he likes to see how the sausage job. gets made. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's your main job. Yeah, yeah. his nine to five is also logistics. <laughs> well, right. Thank you, Rob. Yeah. Very good. Oh, Very good. Enough. Holly? All right. I'm Holly, obviously, from WDW Happy Hour. Obviously. Um, obviously. <laughs> Obby. Um, I love all things Disney. I love recreating drinks and food. Um, I love Disney craft. I've uh, been a Disney lover since I was a little tater tot. Um, <laughs> I was born in Florida. Potato barrel. Potato <laughs> <laughs> barrel. Potato um, tot. No, I mean, just, I don't know. I'm also a first grade teacher, and I try my hardest to get down there when I can. So, awesome. Nice. Me. And Holly and Rob are, are married. Oh, yeah. We, we are married. They're, they're, uh, yeah, they're so, am I Mrs. Hollowleg? Yeah, yes. you, sure, yes. you sure can be. And Catherine? I'm Mrs. Producer. <laughs> I'm uh, Matt's wife, Catherine. Um, I, I, I don't know what I'm the resident of. I think I'm, I'm a huge Disney history geek. I think yeah. my like favorite thing is just like knowing the background and like disney as it relates to like americana like because i think disney's pervasive like in every aspect of american life and i love it you're the resident flying ace i'm the resident flying ace <laughs> okay. um i love the carousel progress and um and also drinking in disney that's one of my favorite things so all right, this so, fits, I, so right? that's us over here. So I'm going to kick it down to you guys in North Carolina. I should have like we should have. Uh... <laughs> yeah, we're in uh, we're in North Carolina. It is hot down here today, though. So we're I bet it's hot here. I'm sure it's even worse there. <laughs> so so Cody and Ross, tell us about yourselves. So yeah, I'm uh, I'm Cody from obviously North Carolina and drinking around Disney. We uh, I've been to Disney. I went when I was six or seven i think animal kingdom just opened for the first time oh, and young. my dad is, <laughs> I, I turned i turned 30 ne- or this week oh, okay. so. oh, congrats oh. congrats i mean happy birthday you made it you, made it. you did it i had a surprise i had a surprise party last night and i'm still a little bit hungover from that so it should be interesting but um but yeah so we went to disney when i was six ended up getting lost in the magic kingdom so that was exciting um and I went. I took a class in college. I didn't go back to Disney until I took a class in college called Case Studies in Business. 
where we went to Disney for spring break <laughs> and watched Disney movies the whole rest of the class. So, I mean, it was, and it was like a, it was three credit hours. It was the easiest day ever. And then halfway through my college career, they rebrand, they re gave it a new number or whatever they call it. So I got to take it twice for six credits. <laughs> with a and one. Um, But yeah, I love, I've been to Disneyland. Me and my fiance met through run Disney. Oh, wow. Uh, cool. At, uh, the Avengers race, our superhero race, the last one they had at Disneyland. Oh, wow. So, been a little bit of everywhere. That's me. Nice. Ross? All right, well, my name is, yeah, my name is Ross. I'm from Drinking Around Disney. Uh, I guess I'm the resident news correspondent <laughs> and slight mixologist for our okay. podcast. Um, That's on his business card. Yes. Slight mixologist. Um. I've been to Disney. This will be the first year I haven't been to Disney about the past like five, maybe six years. Um, it's usually like an, every January I go down and spend a week there and love Walt Disney World. Um, I think Epcot's probably my favorite part. Yeah, us too. I think. Yeah, definitely. We're very much, very much Epcot around <laughs> yeah, here. We're Epcot. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, there's not too much about me. That <laughs> no, much. That's, that's I'm a little bit younger than Cody. Awesome. <laughs> Well, we're going to start off our podcast like we always do, and then we're going to kind of uh, go over to Drinking Around Disney for what they do. We each kind of start our uh, podcast off with a drink. Um, our segment's called Topping It Off, where we just pick a drink around Disney World, and we talk about it and give it a slight review, and then we're going to send it over to the Drinking Around Disney guys, and they're going to do what they do, which is like the live um, review of the drink as, and we are actually all seven of us are drinking the drink at the moment. So this yeah, is, you guys, you guys take, you guys take it a step further and, and you guys actually make the drinks and then you got the listeners get a live review of, of, uh, of the drink, which is, we just talk about it. Like we've had this before and it was all right. And sometimes <laughs> it's been a while since yeah, we've had right, it. Right. Can't even remember. And we're sitting there thinking, well, it was Fruity? Did I like this? Refreshing it. It's good enough for me to take a picture. Yeah, right, right. Or if you're me, you totally forget. And I'm like, today, uh, I'm going to be discussing Bud Light. (laughs) (laughs) It's good. But anyway, so Rob is going to do our topping it off this week. So, Rob, what do you got? All right. So, this is, this can be found on both coasts. Okay. So, this is from Trader Sam's, either Enchanted Tiki Bar at the Disneyland Hotel or Grog Grotto at Disney's Polynesian Village Resort. So this is the Hippopoto Mai Tai. You did it. Yeah. Good job. I, I, yeah. I butchered <laughs> crazy pun, punny words. So this is um, one ounce light rum, one ounce dark rum, a half an ounce of uh, almond syrup, mm-hmm. a half an ounce of orange curacao, which happens to be triple sec. Yeah. Um, a half an ounce of agave nectar and one ounce fresh lime juice. And the thing about Trader Sam's is they are known for their souvenir, kitschy uh, mugs. So this is one that has, they always have different variations. Like the There's picture different versions. Correct. Like we got the, the recipe actually out of the DVC magazine uh, for DVC members that they send. And it happens to be like a green like a, mug. a ceramic green. And Holly actually is drinking out of the, the hippopotamite glass that she has, and it's a clear glass and it looks more angry where the one in the photo looks like a little bit more of a happy tiki. Oh, and and I should say, um, 
it, it, it recommends to garnish with a skewered orange slice cherry along with a sprig of mint. Yep. So. So what have you had? Do you remember when you had this and where what, was it? East or West Coast? Oh gosh. It's been um, a while. I'm sure I had it. I mean. East. You had probably. East. Yeah, probably. The, usually when we go there, I, I get beer like because they usually have golden way. Uh, Kona. Cold, Longboard. Go, Big wave. Big wave. Yeah, golden <laughs> ale. That kills like, me I, a little bit that you get beer at Trader Sam's. But Sands. I'm not like <laughs> I know you're also, not. You're not a. You're not a guy that loves the the sweet drinks. So I get it. But I'll drink one here and there. But like it'll be one and then I'll also the this is usually in the middle of like a monorail bar crawl where we're always a little bit drunk to begin with. So mm-hmm. beer's a nice consistent buzz yep. and you can like control it more. Where I mean, I'm sure Cody and Ross are going to agree these drinks are pretty strong. Um, So, (laughs) yeah, yeah, that's (laughs) something to keep in mind. Yeah, so we're all drinking these right now. So we're going to kick it to Cody and Ross. So... So how are your hippopotami ties, guys? They're good. Mine, ours is very sweet. I don't know if y'all's yeah. is very sweet. It's very sweet. Yeah, very sweet. It's sweet. And so we made a double my tie. So we, y'all's ingredients that y'all just gave, we just doubled the pores for everything. Um, so there you go. So it's four ounces of rum in our drinks right now, and it's <laughs> that is sweet, hardcore. It's sweet and rum. <laughs> you got to fill the cup up. I mean, <laughs> yeah, the rum is very, very pronounced yeah. in this drink, and I like. I mean, I think it matches like the atmosphere of the very like the breezy tiki bar. If either you're outside or if you're inside, it just matches the theme super well. Of like the beachy, you could almost put an umbrella in this drink. Yeah. Now, Cody and Ross, where do you guys stand on? I feel like um, sweet drinks are a very like hit or miss. I, I know personally, I'm not a huge fan of sweet drinks. Like it just like. I like equate them with like instant heartburn. Like, so rum's like not usually a go-to for me. So what about you guys? Like, are you guys sweet drinks? Like, do you, like, where, where do you stand? Yeah, I'm not a big sweet drink fan. Um, when we go to Trader Sam's, I always get the Safari Swizzle. I think is what it's called. Or it's just like. Isn't that the hot one? Is that the one that has like a little heat that, to it? No, I don't it know. Like, what, what's in it's it? 151 rum and like lime juice and that kind of stuff. Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah. Well, let me ask, I guess this is a, a good uh, way to gauge your taste. What is your each of your favorite Disney drinks? Oh, oh that's a hard one. I already got mine. Well, like, <laughs> no, I, I know, but like it's off the top of the head. You could go anywhere in Disney right now and order a drink. Where would you go and what would it be? Okay, so mine is, and I've, I've been researching this for the past two and a half years, and I cannot find the exact measurements. Um, I'm just not tried to like build it my own but mine is the leather and tweed from the edison oh and wow I, I i love a good scotch i love a good bourbon I, i'm a, oh, Matt's I like on board. Yeah. <laughs> um i love it it's really good it i like to also smoke cigars and okay. the smoky flavor that you get from the leather and tweed is just everything right up my alley. Any sort of drink um, that has a smoke flavor to it, that's that's me. Do you know what do you know what kind of scots they use? They use like a single single malt or a blend? Like do you um actually give me one second. I can tell you what's in it, but um Oh, you know what you just don't know how much of of everything. Exactly. Yeah, there's it's Knob Creek bourbon, um Broncomenta. Simple, simple syrup, and then it's an Italian scotch called uh, Keola La Scotch, I think, or something like that. Okay. I, I, 
<laughs> don't know too well how to pronounce it, but uh, it's beautiful it, Italian. Yeah, my, it's not that good. But it's beautiful. <laughs> the drink it's, is, to me is awesome. <laughs> I love the I love the Ita- the attempt at the Italian accent, <laughs> very clearly Southern. <laughs> it's beautiful. I have a Southern accent. What? We're from Southern Italy. Sicily. Yes. So did you know, um, guys? I just found this out recently that there is a Knob Creek Disney Select, and you could only get it at Disney properties. No. Yes. Yes. Did you guys know that? I didn't. I did. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's I've, interesting. I like Knob Creek. I've definitely <laughs> been up Knob Creek without a paddle <laughs> <laughs> once or twice. So. Get out! Get out! Yeah, yeah. Come on! Awesome. So I'm gonna try my next trip. I'm gonna try and find a drink with it specifically, oh, or yeah. just order it like on the rocks or something. Yeah. And just try it. But yeah, it's apparently like the distillers like select some variation or like blend of yeah of of it at knob creek and only give it to disney parks are they based out of uh i'm gonna ask question tennessee i just assume but does anyone know kentucky maybe maybe kentucky Kentucky. i don't know i don't know where knob creek's based out of i'm asking a question (laughs) i know no one knows the answer it sounds kentucky yeah it does yes it's out of kentucky it's out of kentucky there we go yep it is all right, so yeah, so we're gonna continue to drink our hippopotami ties, and uh, hopefully uh, they're well, strong. I mean, they're, they're strong, strong so but we'll see. Delicious. We'll see, uh, uh, you know, how the this, degradation of the podcast. Yeah, we'll see how this goes. <laughs> when I made it, it was like really complicated because it's like they give you the recipe for like one person, but there's five of us. So times five, baby. Ooh, I Rob's like keep pouring, keep pouring. I'm like, are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> Technically, when times eight, hence the extra. Okay, that's perfect. Yeah, so, yeah well, I'll definitely. I have easy. nothing to do this afternoon, so I plan on getting a semi buzz. Oh, there you go. Girl, that's why I, I front loaded my day and I did all my stuff I needed to do because I'm penciling in a nap after this podcast. Oh, I just want to like, nice. it's going to crash. It's going to be great, guys. Nice. So, um, so okay, so we're going to continue drinking and news um do we have we don't have a lot of news items a couple uh, things we got a couple couple things things, and then we'll just talk about general reopeningness after rob's done yeah so So, um we got word that ample hills creamery will no longer operate at walt disney world so we knew they had the the boardwalk location that's closed Mm -hmm. signs are already down it's insane right that's wild Mm -hmm. cody and ross have you guys been to ample hills I have not. Oh, I have not. So have you guys, guys ice cream? Like, do you guys? You guys like ice cream? I, I'm yeah. not, <laughs> I can't eat ice cream, but I'm marrying someone from Wisconsin who constantly tries to get me to eat ice cream. Are you lactose so intolerant? Yeah. I've, I also, uh, I, I feel you. Matt uh, can't, but he does. I can't. I also <laughs> can't. I take the, I take the uh, you know, lactate, and, and I'm good to go. I think everyone knows that Matt is lactose intolerant. He oh, makes yeah. sure that you, you're well aware. I keep that thing on me at all times. I would say when we're you with never you know guys, you guys always have an extra. I always make sure I have lactate on me just in case, in case Matt, like, Matt needs Matt, it. Matt yeah. needs but it. an interesting thing about Ample Hills is that um, like Bob Iger like, specifically requested for Ample Hills to be at Disney because... They're based out of um, New York. I want to say Brooklyn. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, Bob Iger's a, a New York boy, and uh, he loved Ample Hills when he was there. And he was like, we got to get this uh, at one of the Disney Resort locations. So it ended up at the boardwalk. And so I was really surprised to see this because it was kind of, it was totally Iger's baby. But 
I guess you think about like ice cream places are a dime a dozen. Like you can get ice cream anywhere. And in fact, you can get ice cream at beaches and cream walking distance from Ample Hills. So I think that's probably just an easy cut when you're considering budget. Yes. Well, they had filed for bankruptcy uh, March 16th. Oh, see, I didn't know that. Yeah, yes. I did so the, Yes. And then the, the thing, I don't even know if we had talked about this. They were opening a second location at Disney Springs mm-hmm. at, oh, on the really? west side. I think it was taking, it might have been down by like. Um, the cigar the, place. Yeah. The, the, um, that runner's store, okay, I yeah. think, closed up down in that vector. Yeah. Um, <laughs> vector. yeah. Oh, my Lord. I just got like a. A hot flash from this hippopotamus. I think it's probably because we turned our I'm also going through my thoughts. Or is it the pearl? Yeah, it's the pearl. The power of the pearl. Power of the pearl. POP. So, yeah, so Ample Hills is. is, You think uh, they'll replace this with another ice cream store? Well, they've got to put something there, which is nice because that's like a hot real estate location on the boardwalk. So, I'm excited of whatever it will be. Is that all the way in the end? No, no, it's in oh, no, ESPN, ESPN Club and the Bakery. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, ESPN Club's on the far at this mm-hmm. next to Epcot. I would like a little bit more breakfast variety if you're staying at the Boardwalk. I, I could see them opening a similar but slightly different Boardwalk Bakery type location. That's an interesting. Or cafe. Thing. Yeah, sure. or some yeah. sort of like. Yeah, I could, I'd like yeah. I don't know. Cody Ross, what would you Thoughts? like? What would you like to see in Ooh. there? Another ice cream place? Something else? Hmm. Bar, <laughs> yeah, bar. yeah, definitely a bar. <laughs> bar. Yeah, how do you guys feel? I'm sorry, I'm going to ask two questions back to back. One, what do you want there potentially? And two, have you guys been to Abracadabra Bar, and how do you feel about it? So it's actually on my list of top places. Oh, okay. All <laughs> right, right. We'll, 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 I'll pump the yeah, brakes. Then we'll, then we'll wait for that. Okay. Much. But what about? Um, do you have any ideas on what could could go in there? Because it is prime real estate. Well, they've already got a, uh, their local brewery there, so yeah, I would maybe. Like with the Knob Creek Select, maybe they'd try to use that as like any blends that Disney will do with certain distilleries and stuff and just have that as a showcase place. Oh my God, I love that. Oh my God, could you see them doing a distillery? Or just like a tasting room? Yeah, exactly. A tasting room, yeah. Of like different like exclusive beers. And And this is the only place that you can get right here. Yeah, that'd be crazy. You can make it happen. Yeah. Do like a, like a speakeasy. Yeah, I was going to say 1920s. 1920s speakeasy, yes. like do it behind curtains. Yeah, that's a that good idea. Cool. Oh, yeah, that'd be so cool. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, let's do it, guys. All let's right. Just so we're going to open that. <laughs> yeah. Can't be expensive. <laughs> no. <laughs> nah. And then, Rob, did you have any other specific news items? or? So this is just a rumor that was like hot off the presses. Um, so there is a book called Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Traveler's Guide to Batu, mm-hmm. and so there's mention of three local where is holidays. This, where is this book? Like, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's, just, it's, it's out it's, there. It's just a book that's out there. It, <laughs> you just it, said that like George Costanza. It's just a it's book. It's just a book. It's it, out there. It says it goes into detail about the in park experience and what you might even see come to Batu over time. Okay, I'm just reading from what this is. So it, it specifically mentions three local holidays in quotes. So the three are Black Spire Day, okay. Harvest Festival, and Life Day. Yes. So <laughs> the rumor is that these three events are going to come to both Disneyland and Walt Disney World. So Black Spire Day basically sounds like a celebration of um, Star Wars Day, May the 4th. They're the same. That's when sure. it takes place. So, so it would celebrate the founding of Black Spire Outpost. And then Batuan 
Harvest Festival is supposed to correspond with Halloween. Okay. So I think it is, it's an excuse for them to come up with some probably food and drinks, yeah. Yeah. right? That would be decor. Uh, I'm yeah. picturing a lot of like, uh, like corn stalks and stuff like that. Yes. And then corn stalks in space. No, I don't think so. <laughs> and then, <laughs> space life, corn. And then totally life canceled. day is supposed to uh, coincide with Christmas. Like Christmas. So it says it's a traditional Wookiee <laughs> holiday. Yes. That's Chewbacca's birthday. I like. I hope they bring more uh, uh, Star Wars holiday special tie-ins to Disney. Oh gosh, that, that came to mind after we watched the Star Wars holiday. What it was it called? The special. Yeah, the special. Yeah. They just Insane. bring a, a reenactor Insane. to uh, my play, What's her name? To play B. Arthur's part of the cantina. That's the only good my part of it. Cody yes. and Ross, have you ever seen the Star Wars holiday special? I saw it forever ago. Uh, yes, oh. it's been so It's long. worth a rewatch. Oh, I would say it's not worth a rewatch. I think it is. You're wrong. Yeah, it's, it is worth a You can't watch it seriously, Re- but you, you can watch, watch it, it ironically. Yeah, like make a drink a game to it. <laughs> it, it might be better now that I can drink and watch it <laughs> instead of just being like an eight or nine and be like, what is happening? It was yeah. recorded after the first Star Wars and before Empire Strikes Back, but somehow Mark Hamill looks 10 years younger with all mm-hmm. the makeup they cake on him. Like he looks like 12 years old. Like, it's bizarre it's the first appearance of boba fett it is the first appearance of oh, boba fett that's that's correct historically canon, right yeah yeah. It, no, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah that's that's interesting i wonder how much like that's actually going to take shape in the parks i can't imagine much <laughs> i just feel like it's going to be decoration I, and maybe again, like I a think few they're food finding... items and drink items that sure. already established places yes right want, yeah. yeah i'm not expecting like an epcot level festival oh my god could you imagine if there was a festival in hollywood studios just in like star wars galaxy's edge oh that'd be awesome <laughs> oh they need to hire me for that i would be all on board. so you got like three booths in star wars galaxy so you got naboo booths. you got tatooine you got alderaan it's just i would give you a good reference <laughs> thank you <laughs> yelp review i, like I could totally come up with food items for that i call doing the echo park area and then someone else can do toy story land <laughs> you can yep. definitely get, get some great ideas but yeah alas um, any other news items, Rob? No. Well, do you want to just talk about general reopening? Cody and Ross, you said you guys have a friend down there. Sorry, go ahead, Holly. There's one news item, like, I wanted to add for all the Run Disney fans. Oh, yeah. Let's see what's happening. The food and wine, I heard, I was reading numerous places are reporting that it's going virtually. Yes. For the food and wine half marathon for November. Yeah. So. That's a debate. Because I was kind of hoping to get in and on the action. Yeah. If I could do it virtually. Yeah. Instead of having to like. Are you, are either of you guys interested in doing that if they make it a virtual race? So we were supposed, or me and Courtney were supposed to do it for our honeymoon. We had everything scheduled and planned. And so we were kind of sad by the, by the news, but. When are you guys getting married? October 24th. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And then we were going to do the wine and dine, the week and a half after it but we're not gonna do the virtual we're just using that money for food <laughs> you know what that's a that's a good strategy yeah. too it may not be the most romantic but it is but it is practical and i'm i'm on board with that <laughs> yeah that's great sorry i just went for like all those run disney lovers because like i know i did the virtual summer series yeah you you were uh... i ran the three five k's yeah um, nice but did yeah. you like like overall you i i loved it um i well, my second race I did the treadmill 
our old treadmill decided <laughs> it was going to skip on me and I, I fell really oh, hard. Oh boy. Yeah, it was great. But now we have a new treadmill. So yeah. I'm like, I'm all for it. I'm like, let's do this. <laughs> How like, many races were there total for the 5Ks? Three. Three? Yeah. Awesome. One was like the Mad Tea Party. Um, the second one was Space Mountain and the third one was Haunted Mansion. And yeah. if you did all three, you get the E-Pass Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ticket. Yeah, yeah. Like, the medals are like amazing. Oh, yeah. They well, I think they probably like have already like designed them for this yeah, year yeah. and they can't do yeah. anything with them. So right, they yeah. might as well. Well, they just released the food and wine ones and I'm like, oh, I gotta have those. <laughs> so, like, I actually went on and like pretty much everything is sold out. Wow. That's but cool. there was nothing on the Run Disney website where I saw virtual sign up. So, hmm. Maybe I guess like that. they're transitioning yeah. from. Right. To virtual, yeah. So. yeah, awesome. Well, all right, so we can let's talk about just like general reopening stuff. Um, yeah, Cody and Ross, you have you had mentioned before we started recording that you have uh friends down there, so you got some boots on the ground, uh, <laughs> knowledge about uh basically a general uh, uh crowds and and how things are going down there. So, so, so what's the scoop? <laughs> So this scoop is fresh from Friday um, that I've got. Um, so I have a colleague that works down in the Orlando area, and she's been going back since they reopened the, um, July 11th. And she's saying uh, as far as health concerns go, it's probably the safest place to be um, if you're going out in public. Masks are mandatory. Uh, walking around, you have to wear them. Um, if you have food, you have to stay or drink. You have to stay in a stationary spot to either drink your drink or eat your food. Um, mm-hmm. Some people were trying to abuse that by either like buying a bucket of popcorn and then just walking around without a mask on and saying, oh, I've got food. I don't need to wear my mask. Or they would go to Starbucks and hit it up and drink half of their coffee and then leave the other half and then walk around without a mask on and say, oh, I've got my coffee. I don't need to wear my mask because I'm drinking. So they've kind of put a stop to that. Uh, if you're getting on a ride, there is the um, automatic hand sanitizing stations at the end of the queue to go onto the ride. And then as you're leaving, um, they shut the rides down every few hours and sanitize them completely, 100%. And then they bring the ride right back up again. Um, as far as crowds go, I think she says it's about 10,000 what she's seen in Magic Kingdom so far. And to put that in relation, if you do those special after hours events, that's 30,000 people. And she said that it's, it's, it's like a ghost town almost. She's got a picture of her in front of magic in front of the castle at magic kingdom. And there's one person in the background, which I never thought I'd ever hear anybody ever say, I've got a picture in front of the castle and there's one person in the background. Yeah, that's wild. That's yeah, it's really crazy. But getting on the rides and stuff is with it due to the limited crowd numbers. People are like walking on rides constantly. Um, not fast passes. I don't. She doesn't seem to make an issue about having to schedule one. Um, there are no fast. Yeah, passes. fast passes yeah, are so, out for the moment. Yeah, so it's just the, the daily. <laughs> but yeah, walking on rides is it's fairly simple. And just go on, put your hands your hand sanitizer. And then you're on the ride. <laughs> we heard your hands. Yeah, I really appreciate the sound effect there. <laughs> yeah, we had a friend who is giving us kind of like uh, live updates right now. And the only thing, like the negative that I heard was they were coming from... Pop. Uh, they were staying at Pop. Pop Century where you have the, um, the Skyliner uh, station that's right next door. 
And they said that they were waiting in line for close to 45 minutes to get on the Skyliner, that the line was backed up so far back to the resort just because the nature of social distancing in the queues. Mm-hmm. So, but also one party per Skyliner. So if you only have two people and in a normal situation, four people could potentially ride, those two people are getting their own Skyliner. So that's... I wonder if it was down to... I didn't get a chance to ask him. Yeah. In the, in the um, group Because test. I know it, it's been going down. Yeah. Because even like a 10 minute delay or something. Oh, yeah. That's, that's gonna, significant. That, yeah, that is know, significant. So. Yeah. Um, we had another friend who was down there and just said that there are a lot of walk-ons and that, you know, they're they're sanitizing and that Splash Mountain seems to have the longest wait because I think people think that it's going away soon. Yeah. So they're trying to get all of their splash time in. Yeah. And then, uh, well, the virtual queue for Rise of the Resistance, which has been filling fairly quickly yeah. within, you know, minutes yeah. of them. Yeah. Now they changed it now because they were originally doing 10, 1, and 4. Now they're doing 10 and 2. Okay. Now they're doing 2 mm. um, windows. Um, and then Mickey's Runaway, Runaway Railway has also been uh, probably the longest normal yeah. standby line in all of the parks. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Okay. Well, cool. <laughs> all right. Well, um, so what we're going to do now is we're going to get to our main topic. I'm excited about this. And it's <laughs> have we ever done this? I don't think we ever have. And we've certainly never collaborated with another podcast before. So it's going to be interesting metrics, I think. Um, I feel like always, too, when we are when we talk about stuff like this, since like we are so close to each other, like we're literally physically close to each other, but also like just like there's like the group think aspect of it that like, we're like, I like this bar. We should all like this bar. And like, we kind of like, like we only talk about the things that are very like, um, like just in our WDW happy hour kind of sphere of things we like. So it's always nice to talk to another group because it's all, there's always going to be these like differences. We're like, Oh really? You guys are really into that. I've never been there. So what we're doing is the, each podcast pick their top five, I don't know if we said bars, but places to drink. Mm-hmm. So, and and we opened it up to both coasts. Um, so we'll have the definitive, like, Disney drinking expert map. I mean, like, I think the seven of us could just be the biggest Disney drinking experts there are. I mean, we have our own podcast. So you can trust us and we'll make, like, a definitive map after this podcast of where you need to go. Yeah. Um. So with that being said, um, drinking around Disney, do you guys want to pick? And we didn't talk, and it should be said, we didn't no, compare yeah, lists. So like yeah, we, we pick some extras so there's no overlap. So if you guys say something that's on your list, we have a couple yeah, on our end to it. like fill in like our, our honorable mentions that are just outside of the top five. So Cody and Ross, you want to kick us off with one yeah, of pick, your picks? Pick one of your picks. Sure. And since we're drinking the Hippopotamitae, I think it's only fair we pick Trader Sam's first. Okay. Um, I haven't, I've actually never been to the one at Disney World because I can never get into it. It's always so packed and there's always a line. Let's go to the little pickup window. But I have been to the Enchanted Tiki Bar at Disneyland several times. And that's one of my favorite places to go. The atmosphere, the, the food is really good too. Which uh, one's smaller? Which what's the which is the like? I oh. think Disneyland it has to be smaller. 
I don't know. I want to say it world. Is. Really? Mm. I just think world has well, all those extra tables in the middle, and there are no there is yeah, no land room has more of that outdoor seating. Yes, which oh, is, for yeah. sure, outdoor. Yes. I'm just talking about the the inside area. No, I think land is bigger than world. I feel like when you go into Trader Sam's Grog Grotto, I feel like I'm in a broom closet. I think it's the, I think it's the other yeah, way. I, it's I think Disneyland is smaller. Yeah, I agree. Because you know how they have those big tables that, like, with the ones that <clears throat> sink down? Like, those fit, like, eight people. And in Disneyland, you don't have a table that fits <laughs> yeah. eight people unless you're outside. No, you've got the bar in the middle, and then you just have the perimeter small high tops. And that's oh. pretty much it. Okay. Rob, does Rob have the answer? I have the answer. Okay. Okay, they're super close. One has 47, one has 51. Grog Grotto has 51. Oh, wow. So, so Walt Disney really World close. has more, more available, <laughs> more seats. By four. Okay, wow. <laughs> You've heard it here first. Wow. And some of those, they have like the bench okay. seating up against the window where like you can probably squeeze in more people. So like, guys, what are your go-to drinks? I know you said the Safari Swizzle is one, but like what else do you like about uh, Trader Sam's? Um, yeah, like the Safari Squizzle, it's a very strong drink, though. When I ordered it the first time, the guy's like, are you sure? <laughs> I was like, sure. Why not? I love a drink like that. <laughs> right? It's always good when the bartender questions your order. And yes. Like, yes. Now I'm I have in- to have it. <laughs> no, I'm <pretty laughs> um, I don't know if you've ever been to Trader Sam's, right? I, I actually haven't, and it's been the same thing. Every time I go, it's the line's out the door, and I've not been oh, able to. Oh, it's so yeah. worth the wait. You almost have it's- to get there a little before it opens and line up. Like, it's because it, if you don't plan it out, at least at Walt yeah, Disney World. That's definitely World, a planned yeah. activity, I think. Yeah, that's not something you can just kind of, like many things in Disney, uh, you know, within the past five years, where it's kind of transitioned towards mm-hmm. that, where you can't really. They're, they've taken a bit of the spontaneity out of any Disney trip. So, like, you got to just, like, really plan to get there early. <laughs> yeah. But the outdoor seating's good at both places. Oh, yeah, for sure. The Tiki Terrace. The Tiki yeah. Terrace. I love the guy who plays um, ukulele and sings at Disney World. The guy who also is at the Polynesian. I can't remember his Calais. name. Calais. Calais. <laughs> he's awesome. And he's been there forever. And, like, they have him, like, I've seen him doing, like, random jobs. He's I've, a host at Ohana, yeah. too. Yeah, he's been, I've seen him doing hosting at Ohana and guiding people to tables. And then, like, a half hour later, he's at, um, he's at freaking Trader Sam's, um, entertaining on the, <laughs> on the boardwalk and playing, uh, playing ukulele and Didn't singing. she say something to him like you're a multi-talent yeah. i mean yeah we did um, i feel like you talked to i was like they, i said like i'm like they have you doing everything and he's <laughs> like you know someone's gotta do it or something <laughs> like we did the um monorail progressive dinner a few years ago and he was like our bartender at the polynesian too like he was <laughs> he like he just he does it all like he's a a great a great asset to the Polynesian. He'd be a great. He'd be a great uh, interview. Interview. Like, yeah. like, how long have you been with Disney? And like, how? What's your journey been like? I really want to know. He's he's like a staple of uh, Walt Disney World, like Polynesian Resort. Yeah. Have you guys ever seen him, Cody and Ross? Yeah, we were at Ohana. Um, I think it was a year and a half ago, to, and he walked. It was going around Ohana playing. Yeah. You mm-hmm. Oh right, yeah, he plays in Ohana mm-hmm. too. Yeah. I think I've seen him play a few times before. I love yeah, it. he's great. That oh. is a well. That is a great <laughs> choice because Trader Sam's is amazing, and that was one that was on our list. So For we're sure. already yeah. going to improvise and add one that we didn't have before. All right. So who's so who's... Holly's up next? Uh, so Holly, what do you have? What's on? What do you, what bar would you like to highlight? Homecoming. 
Homecoming. <laughs> there is no ifs and buts about it. Homecoming. <laughs> um, if you love the Southern cooking, Southern, like, it's where it's at. Being, like, Floridian roots, I was born mm-hmm. in Florida, grew up on Southern cooking, like, oh my gosh, those chicken thigh high biscuits are to die for. Um, they're moonshine. So good. Uh, moonshine's kind of big in my family, as I just literally, literally just heard a story how my father tried making homemade moonshine. Uh-huh. Yeah, so it was really. And he didn't what? go blind. That's great. Didn't <laughs> go blind. Um, I was just gonna say, like, I guess what really hooked me the one, the one day when we first went, I got the apple pie a la mode. Okay. And is it that a is, moonshine drink? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, it has old smoky apple pie moonshine, vanilla vodka, apple juice, cinnamon, house made simple syrup, and just a dash of lemon. Oh, I bet that's so good. Sounds good. I, it, the thing with homecoming, it like, it didn't, I really didn't taste the alcohol. Like, I really felt like I was drinking a, that's an dangerous. apple pie. <laughs> that's dangerous. And which it is dangerous. Um, their refills on their mugs. Treat, cheap are Which very is your cheap. favorite of those moonshine drinks that they refill? Do you have a favorite? <sighs> I know not, it's like choosing a child, but I know it is. It's like who's <laughs> my favorite child? Um, I would say the rum shine punch is my absolute favorite. It's a strawberry rum shine, blackberry brandy, banana liqueur, pineapple juice, and house made grenadine. Yeah, it's a, that I like that one, and then add the blue hooch to it, which is their strongest mm-hmm. one. What's up? Pink, the the purple the purple Lamborghini, Lamborghini is what they call yeah. it. It's so good. I feel like no matter what food option or what drink option you go with at homecoming, you are going to walk uh, away. Amen. Amen. Satisfied. Amen. hundred percent satisfied. I don't think I've ever had anything at homecoming that I didn't no. love. Like I mean, like even like the shots. I've I've done like a moonshine flight before, and I'm not like a shot person. But they are so good that it's like, well, you know, you can't you can't go wrong with anything. I'm not a crushes, big moonshine guy. The crushes. Oh, like, I love the Florida crush. I was going to say, I'm not a big moonshine guy, but I like some of their other specialty drinks. I really like the old-fashioned elder, that uh, the germane elderflower. You with have the... never got Yes, that. I have. Yeah, I got that the last time. <laughs> you got that? You've I got never that the last it. time we were here, uh, when we were there. And what, what's the one that you always the get? The local. The local. Mm. And I got the old-fashioned elder, and I really like it. I was going to say, uh, sorry. Okay. Um this is like one of the most unique cocktail menus, menus. are on property, right? Like yeah. of just things that are. Yeah, unique. I feel like you can like, get. There's like a wide range, and everything is done really freaking well. Yeah, if you yeah. go to enough Disney restaurants that serve alcoholic beverages, you start to see how much overlap there is, or just reskinning of drinks, where you're like, oh, that's just the same thing on a different menu. And like even the menu designs look the same, so it's it's refreshing. Magic Star, yeah, the Magic Star cocktail. You're like that's at every place you go. Uh, so it's refreshing to see a place that has unique options, like like Rob said, that that are not available at any other place. Although I will, on property, that is. I was gonna say it's not just all about moonshine. Like they do have other oh, southern yeah. drinks. Like I had the old fashioned elder the one time. A, what, yeah. what are you? Am I? Is there an echo in here? Yeah, yeah. I guess there is. And honey, I'm on my second of the. My yeah, class, we're so. we're feeling it. Um, <laughs> kind of feeling it. But I feel like I mean they represent like whiskey, bourbon, like you name it, they make it. Yeah. Like. <clears throat> 
there's such a great variety mm-hmm. and such great variety of choice. Yeah. Like food and drink option. Oh, yeah. Amen. Um, that you can never go wrong with what you order. I love at it there. Homecoming. Yeah, it's great. So, so Cody and Ross, have you guys been to Homecoming before? I've never eaten there, but I have got some drinks there before. Okay. I, you I, like the, uh, I like the old fashioned elder too. <laughs> oh, we got a lot. Old fashioned elder. I don't literally have never heard those three words before, and now that, that is evidently a favorite drink that I'm not aware. It's of. actually good. Okay. I've had it yeah, once. it's really good. It's really okay. good. Is this, a, is this a new farm to table? I know. <laughs> farm to table. All right. Awesome. Um. So drinking around Disney. Do you guys want to pick your next bar location? Sure, sure. Well, um, I'll go with my favorite, and it's, we'll stay in Disney Springs, and I'm going to go with the Edison. Oh, okay. Not on our that list. That was not on our list. What did you uh, say? The, the Edison. Edison. Oh. Edison. I love the Edison. It's it's like it, it's a 1920s theme, like a power plant. Um, it's American food, and the craft cocktails that some of the bartenders have created are out of this world. Um, that's where I get my favorite, the leather and tweed. But with this this cocktail menu that they have, they're taking it cocktails back to their roots, back to when cocktails became popular during the days of prohibition and all of that. So back when they were illegal is when they were popular. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like if you're you're going here and you want to get a martini, you're not going to get a vodka martini. You're going to get a gin martini the way it's meant to be made. Yeah. Um, yep. And they they stay true to the old recipes and stuff. Um, and every every bartender that I've met there has been very knowledgeable. And if they're not that busy in like a mid afternoon time, they'll sit there. They'll talk to you. They'll talk about the ingredients. They'll talk about the cocktails that they helped come up with. And they'll recommend. They'll say, "What do you like to drink when you're at home and stuff?" And then they'll go off of that and say, "Okay, well I can recommend these two. And then this is why I recommend it." So. Um, well, let me let me ask you guys a question. So when you go to the Edison, I've only been there once. Um, mm-hmm. And we did like the happy, it was like happy hour time. Mm-hmm. Like, do you guys go as like a dining reservation, like to eat with the purpose of like drinking on the side? Or will you go like just to drink? Like, yeah, just so I get or... like, so do I, I get an idea? Like, do you just pop in to like have a few drinks? Or are you like, we're going to make a meal out of this and have drinks? I usually just pop in to get a couple of drinks and, yeah. and okay. mid afternoon to when they're not too busy. Um, Cause to me, it's a little like I can rest while I'm doing my shopping at Disney Springs after I've had sure. my chicken guy oh. earlier in the day. And so you're like, shopping, huh? <laughs> chicken guy. There you go. Now you're talking about English. You don't want to love the chicken guy. Well, you don't want to love the chicken guy. Stop the flavor town. Um, but yeah, they also have like um, events at night and stuff like that. So you can, they have uh, contortionists, aerialists, cabaret dances and stuff like have that. Have you guys stayed for that? Like, have you, have you seen them? We've, we've only ever been there at like three o'clock. Well, we I'm saying there, we, we were there very we were, early. We in, there too. Yeah, it was all of us. Yeah, yeah, I know it was all of us, but I it feel like midday. Guys, yeah. It okay. was like lunch. Yeah. Lunch. Yeah. yeah. It was and like my, lunch. My experience with the Edison is, is kind of unfair. And it's one that I've been meaning to give a second shot because I've only been to the Edison very early and it's opening. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's that's kind of unfair to any restaurant or bar to go there within the first month that it's like, you know, they're still ironing out the kinks and figuring out exactly what, you know, what it is that makes them unique and like how they run it correctly. So I want to go back, especially hearing you guys kind of gush about it. And, and I want to try the 
leather and what is it? The tweed. Leather, leather and tweed. tweed. Leather and lace. I was about to say leather and lace. I was like, that's not right. It's far too. It's far too sexy. <laughs> but yeah, I've been there um, when they've had like a singer um, and some dancers, that's and it cool. was very good. It, I liked it. Awesome. That sounds awesome. I was gonna ask like the food wise. I remember when we went. We got like candied bacon, candied bacon. Yeah. Like, have you guys clothespin? Yeah, have you guys done like food, food there? Like, what, like dinner and stuff, or is it mostly been appetizers? I what I've gotten there is the appetizers, the, like the candied bacon, because you, you can't like to me. I don't think you can go to to the Edison and not get the candied bacon. Now you sit down, you see like three of them on on, on tables throughout the restaurant. Yeah, it's definitely popular. <laughs> yeah, I think that's their that's that's their big uh, food yeah. item, signature yeah. food item. I would say. This was actually on my list of like try again, try again. redemptions. So, so during the pandemic, my my guilty pleasure has just been watching tons of YouTube videos of like Disney dining and just like <laughs> reviews and stuff. I will very, that's evil. <laughs> and this is one place that I've watched a few from, and I was like, you know what, the food looks real like. I don't know. Did did we eat somewhere before we went there? And so like, we, we had I, dining reservations after at Olivia's at Old Key West, and we canceled we them. Eat. And then we were we did something else that night, but we we did were purposely not eating a lot. Did you uh, do Enzo's? We might have done Enzo's we hideaway that night. Enzo's. I think that was the night we were we like, like yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I agree with you, Rob. It's it's also on my short list of places that I, I need that to deserves give up. the redemption for I sure. Think. Yes. I think it'd be fun to go there for dinner and and do like the contortionist and the singer and like you know do all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, because I love I love a nineteen twenties speakeasy yeah, vibe. I was going to say I really gotten into the nineteen twenties. I've been watching Down to Nabby. Down Nabby, and you're <laughs> down set during the nineteen twenties. Yeah, I have, oh, yeah. yeah, it happened. The wrong what city 20s. is it? The downtown of. Downtown Abbey. Downtown Abbey. It's it's downtown Abbey. The city of Abbey. This is a going dude. So no, like, I'm, I'm familiar with Downtown Abbey. I was making this up. I'm at the end of my my rope. Of you what watched to watch. all of Netflix. I've watched all of Netflix at this point. She's so. seen the end of the internet. No one needs to go back to school more than Holly. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. All right. So yes before we no. get too before we get too off track, so what is our um who is uh, doing okay, our so, next item? Okay, so so Rob is up next with his choice. So Rob, what do you have? All right. So I am going to Animal Kingdom, and I am going to the Nomad Lounge. Oh, baby. So Love Nomad it. Lounge is the what, – what would this be considered? Would this be considered um, – no, no, because it's not quite Pandora. Is this – I, I think it's technically Discovery Island. Discovery, yeah, right. I couldn't think of the name of it. So thank you. Or the Just, Oasis. Is it the Oasis? I, I'm not sure. So this is this is attached to Tiffin's um, right before the entrance to Pandora from Discovery Island. Um, just past Pizza Fari. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it is um, – it is – it's as much about the, the drinks as it is about the um, – it, it's a, just as much about the drinks as it is the atmosphere and, like, just the relaxing nature of this place. Even even if you sit outside. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if you I sit think outside. It's, yeah, yeah, especially if you sit outside. Um, the, if it's not too hot. You feel like you're you're taking out of the park experience mm-hmm. and you you, just you are transported your, into yeah. a more relaxing atmosphere, I yeah. think. Yes, because I um, think the parks are inherently not relaxing. Yeah, correct. I, I would agree. What do you think? No. What do you think the theme of Nomad Lounge is? I think it is like adventure, British India. Oh yeah. You know, like 
late like 1800s. A little, a little princess jungle book time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Rudyard yeah, Kipling. I never so. thought about it. Right. I mean, yeah, it's got that like this is the outpost. Very of, like, like the, tea. The everything ship. is tea colored and like earth by tones. the jungle because you kind of look yeah. out there across that little creek that they have towards well, I mean, Pandora. Look, you look at some of the names of the drinks. We have the Anna. Anaphrodising, right? The tempting mm-hmm. tigress, Jen's Jen's tattoo, tattoo. Oh. Yeah. snow Sorry. leopard, salvation, leaping lizard, yeah, night monkey. Jen's classic oh. remains the worst name drink on but property. But the best, best drink, best drink. So, um, Cody and Ross, where were we? Um, have you guys been to Nomadlands? What do you think? We we love it. Yeah. We actually made the uh, snow leopard salvation for one of our shows earlier. Oh, it's nice! One our, it's one of our favorites. Ross has to make it for his girlfriend like every every day or so. <laughs> yeah, every weekend I'm making it for my girlfriend or her mom or her aunt. Um, I made one and they both have loved it. So now I constantly get requests anytime I go. It's over like there. a it's like a party yeah. trick at this point. It's basically that's how I get in the door. Um, yeah. <laughs> like Ross is coming, but he's making those drinks, so we should divide them in anyway. <laughs> Uh, this, this is thoroughly, actually the next thoroughly one. buying their affection. I'm for it. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, we right, had awesome. Nomad down too, so you got okay, so we're so we're putting on you you guys on the spot to change one. So what's your next bar? Well, I guess I'm gonna go ahead and get Abracadabra out of the way. Okay, okay. Full disclosure: I've only eat or drank here after we've like drank around the world at Epcot, so it's probably completely different. <laughs> the standards were a little low at that point. <laughs> right. Inhibitions. So it's probably completely different. We just go in to have one drink, but um, I had. Did you drink inside or outside? Inside. Okay. Oh, okay. I had the um, oh, where's that? It had absinthe. The drink had absinthe in it, and I was really excited. I was like, oh well, you know. I've always heard if you drink absinthe, you see stuff and all that kind of stuff. So that did not happen. So sad or and or yay, depending on how you want to look at it. <laughs> um, but I, I just like the the uh, magic-y atmosphere. I agree. I, I really like the inside. I think it does take something away if you eat out or eat and drink outside. Oh, Sorry. absolutely. Yeah. I'm not saying no. eat. Okay, yeah, just food, no. just drink outside. I, I just feel like it's not the same vibe and, like, yeah. you don't get the same attention. There's a, a really cool picture of Mr. Walt Disney himself. Like, yes, there is. Holding a rabbit. And yeah. It, there's a lot of great. Yeah, there's a lot of fun stuff inside. Yeah. yeah. You can I mean, really been, look around it. Yeah, we've been really critical of Abracadabar on, the, on our podcast just because I feel like we've um, together and separately had, like, bad customer service experiences and we were there at the beginning when they first opened and they really tried to stress um it being a very like boutique atmosphere where they wanted to give each uh each per like each person who was um who was going to the bar a lot of time because these specialty cocktails were supposed to be you know um presented with some kind of panache and it was supposed to be like a mix between a drink and also an illusion yeah Yeah. and so um illusions michael um and so um and i think over time as uh it got more of a uh, more and more of a popular spot they 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 kind of hyped down on that and so it kind of lost some of its charm and we had some less than less than ideal service there a couple times and, and i think we've really stayed away from there uh it's not that the drinks are bad. I, I just feel like there's there's other places really close. And 
Can I ask a question? Do they? You may. Do they still like? I know when we, my my husband and I went, we Rob? went. Yes, he's my husband. <laughs> um, <laughs> when we went, when they first opened, like they had like these magic tricks with drinks and and whatnot. With every single drink, with pretty much. Well, yeah. not every like certain ones. Like fifty like percent. The, con- the conjurita yeah. was like the margarita. Yeah. They would do this like little spiel like. Yeah, you know, I guess my question is: Have have they moved away from that? Are they? Yeah, like how was it like, for you guys, Cody and Ross? Guys? Like, did they do like magic tricks? And it should be said: When were you? When were you there last? So we can kind of timestamp this. I haven't been. A, I've never gone to it. So this is all on Cody. I'm trying to remember last time I went. Okay. <laughs> um, so if he gives it's you been advice, it's been a, a few years. Okay. But I don't, I don't think they did any kind of trick with it. So I was kind of expecting that because mm. of all the hype, like y'all were saying, and they didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. then again, I was also had just you finished drinking. Really good. <laughs> It didn't take much. Right. Life, was, life was an illusion in itself at that <laughs> right. point. Right? Maybe I was the illusion and I wasn't really there. I'm not really <laughs> sure at that point. Yeah, but, uh, completely, complete inception moment. <laughs> right. Well, Rob and I, I had an amazing waiter who, like, Robert, really, right? No, nah, what was his name? I, the video, I have a video on my phone. Yeah. I just, like, I might have to go down the rabbit hole mm-hmm. to find it. The rabbit hole. But like this guy gave me a straw and told me to say magic mm-hmm. words and like really got me into it. And then like when we went with you guys, it was like nothing. Oh yeah. yeah. They so it went from like the patrons being involved. Like Yeah. To, and, and maybe it nothing. is on like a waiter by waiter, like and because I'm, like you've had bad waiters other places. Like I've been to fifties primetime cafe enough that I've had like the waitresses who are like really into the, like the like get your elbows off the table you can't have dessert until you eat your vegetables like that whole thing and then we've gone and it's been like people who are like okay what do you want to drink like so like you're gonna have that anywhere but I just feel like I've had it too many times there that like I'm like oh well I guess I could go there I could go somewhere else that we know we like that has never let us down and it's got to depend on how busy it is too. Oh, because true. if it's super busy they just simply don't have the time they have to get drinks out to every person who's in there so I mean maybe if I do decide to put that on my short list of places that maybe deserve a redemption or, or another shot I would only really want to go there if it wasn't super busy so I could potentially have that uh extra presentation yeah you know, because otherwise sure. you could just go to anywhere as long as the drinks are good. Yeah. I was going to say, it's not so much, like, I think the drinks are superb. Oh, yeah, they are. Um, the seashore, the seashore sweets. sweets was really good. Um, it's just for me, customer service. Like, when, when Wazimoto and I went the first time to, like, now, it, it was like, whoa, like, what, what happened? Yeah. Um, but I'm not saying, I think the drinks are superb. There's some excellent drinks that you can try there. Um, but when it comes down to it, customer service, I guess. Yeah. For me. Well, maybe we'll have to give that a redemption yeah, too. Yeah, to Man, okay. So we've got the Edison and Abracadabra yeah. as potential redemption <laughs> spots. Yes. So, all right. Um, Who's next? So, Scott, you're next. It, what what sure. bar you got? Well, this is one that uh, I guess is not actually technically owned by Disney, but it is definitely on Disney property. And that is Cava de Tequila, Mm. which uh, in the Mexico Pavilion, we have had some really phenomenal experiences interacting with their online presence, particularly their Twitter. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Um, One of my favorite drinks 
ever there was the coffee mezcal margarita, which they had discontinued for a period of time. And uh, we had, I guess it was just sort of on a whim. I had reached out to them and I was like, can you please bring that back? And they they were kind of like, yeah, if you can get X number of likes on this. What was post, it, like 100? Yeah, 300. It was, it was 300, yeah. I think. 300. Stupid amount, like a small amount. So, yeah. We they, got it in like a day. Oh, yeah. And it was. 300 retweets. And I did have one the next time I went down. And it, was it was delicious. It was delicious. So, and I don't think it's there anymore. Well. Was it everything yeah. you imagined? It is. It, it was. Didn't yeah. even have to imagine because it was delicious. But it's a. It's a unique place in that they do kind of have a very unique drink menu relative to the other places sort of the way the same way that homecoming is they've got their own menu they've got if you're into tequila shots i know matt's done that before where he's gotten specific tequila um but even though the the bar itself is very small they do a good business and it's often very busy Mm -hmm. oh yeah to get in i mean yeah i'm sure that i mean a lot of people don't know it's there. You just walk into that temple in the Mexico pavilion and you see this really long line on the right side <laughs> and people are like, what is this? And, you know, and that probably deters a lot of people from going, but, you know, it's it's usually pretty busy. But yeah, I go for the tequila shot, tequila, tequila shots <laughs> because uh, margaritas are It nearly are killed too, my father and I still like it. <laughs> oh yeah, your dad passed out. <laughs> yes, he did. After one. Literally, what a lightweight. Yikes. What a lightweight. Well, we know the paramedics can get to beer garden yes, in they can. Germany. Relatively quickly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Got dark real quick. Cody and Ross, have you guys been to uh, Cava de Tequila? Yeah, absolutely. That's yes. uh, when me and Ross have a disagreement about how you should drink around the world at Epcot. But when you do it, when you do it the right way and get like liquor drinks at each place instead of beer at each place, then I always go in there and get um, a cucumber margarita to start it off. Oh, with. oh I love Very that. Very light. I Very do love light. That. Great choice. Oh, see, we, uh, I thought you were where you you were arguing about which like direction to go. Which is I want to know where like if you guys were entering from Future World. Do you go to the right counterclockwise or do you go to the left clockwise? I always start with Mexico, so I always yeah. go to the left. Yeah. Oh. I know. You start with Canada. Oh, I'm a counterclockwise guy. I go Canada first. I like to finish with Moosehead Lager from Canada. The closer. Uh, that's a good one. I like that. I like to think... we finish we finish with Cava de Tequila. Which is <laughs> that's where Rob's doing shots of straight up queso. <laughs> oh, like likely a mistake. We're 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 probably doing it wrong, but but we would but it feels so right. Matt, just think closer you get to a Cronenberg block the better yeah it's true right that's true and if you go if you go the right end. then then yeah. you get you, you get to france quicker canada england france that's correct that's absolutely right. Block, baby. yeah so yeah um tequila is great all right so drinking around disney what's your next bar all right so our next bar is one of my other personal favorites is the territory lounge at the wilderness lodge Oh, oh, we love that. I, I love it. Um, it feels to me like it's so secluded. Like you don't even realize it, it is. It's so private. Yeah, and I I love the little caps. I love the theming of the whole place. Like if I could decorate a house, that's kind of how I would do my whole study. Would you can be- reach for the stars. <laughs> I'm in the rock for the study right now. <laughs> and can remind me where is the territory lands? Because I'm 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 blanking here. Like if you walk in the main entrance of Wilderness Lodge, it's on the left hand side. Left. Um, yeah, like past Whispering Canyon. Yeah, yeah, it's between down that hallway. Yeah, yeah, like before you get to Roaring Fork. 
that like Wait. ramp where you're going downhill. Oh, yeah, okay. It's before Artist Point. Yes, I remember now. Before okay. Roaring Forest. I've literally like walked past it twice and like didn't realize it was there looking for it. And I was like, oh, where's it at? Where's it at? And I had to ask um, someone in the Whispering Canyon Cafe where it was. And they're like, oh, just go back that way. And I saw on your right. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, the food there to, is phenomenal. I love the nachos with the corn chips and burnt ends and queso. We've never, I don't think anyone on this podcast has ever eaten there We've before. Actually never been. Oh, it's, yeah. it's a, Rob has not been yeah, there. Yeah, I don't think Matt has either. I've never that been was, there. Night, it was, it was just, just, it was just us. We oh, went okay. to, um, hoop doo Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, they've got a very small food menu. It's just mainly little snacks and appetizers, um, that all come from the Whispering Canyon Cafe. Oh, I love Whispering Canyon though. You can get, um, what was it? I think, uh, our charcuterie board, uh, chicken wing, Asian chicken wings, um, mushroom bisque, pork sliders. Like I said, the nachos with the burn ends. I'm, I'm a barbecue fan, so that's, oh, I love it. Um, and I like getting, I like whiskey, so I always get the whiskey flight while I'm there. Um, it's two ounce pours. It's, I think it's three whiskeys, if I remember right. Um, and I would say if, you don't really want to do anything too quickly afterwards because you're going to have a nice little bit <laughs> yeah. of water prior to <laughs> But yeah, it's, nice. a, it's a great little place. It's secluded. You kind of like step away. You kind of, and you're like your own little element there. You know, what's very interesting about that bar. And I don't know that there's another Disney bar that's like this. It doesn't have doors. So it no. is open 24 seven technically. So if you're staying in the wilderness lodge and like you wake up at five o'clock in the morning and like, you want to like read the news or whatever, mm -hmm. you can go there and sit there. Mm -hmm. Like it's still oh. like physically open. Like they, they obviously no bartenders are there, but like, it's nice because it kind of almost turns into like a little reading nook in the morning. <laughs> uh, River Roostead, uh, Riverside. Very similar. Yes. Oh, that is interesting. It's always, it's just always open. Uh, we had awesome service when we were there. Our waitress's name was Christy. She was very kind to us. She very like was very uh, invested in you know what we liked and recommending good drinks and was very like engaging. So yeah, I I, I really like the Territory Lounge. I would like to go there again. I just find myself when I'm at uh, Wilderness Lodge more likely to go to Geyser Point if the weather's fair. Right. Um, but Territory Lounge is definitely a great, great oh, option. Yeah, we love that. Yeah. That's a good pick. So, Matt, you are up next. Right, what I is am. your choice? I'm going to be... Um, yeah, I'm going to be difficult here. I'm going to be a... <laughs> what I'm else gonna, is new? I'm going to blaze my own trail <laughs> here, and I'm going to go to Disneyland for the first of our West Coast options, and this is my absolute favorite bar. The Trader Sam's was West Coast. This is exclusively West Coast, <laughs> okay. I should say. And I'm going to Disney's California Adventure, which is my favorite park in the United States of the Disney parks. I'm I'm with Matt 100% of the way with what he says. Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, so that means I could say anything right now and you were co I know she is very pro Carthay Circle, so yeah. Oh, I didn't even say what it was, guys. Oh, did I just steal, steal your, your thunder? Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. You can say mine. You can steal say mine. Steal thunder. Are you, guys, are you guys done children children are you done oh my god all right my pick is the carthay circle lounge at disney's california adventure what yeah amazing i love this place it is it is great it, it kind of goes um uh in hand with what we were talking about earlier with the the 1920s turn of the century vibe it is it's just a beautiful uh little nook and it's 
it's dark and it's kind of like, and there's limited seating and I love it. I, I love any place that is a respite, especially, you know, you know, both Southern California and Orlando, Florida gets super hot. Uh, you know, you've got very tropical climates and it's nice to go into just a dark bar where you can just get some of the most delicious drinks and you've got talk about attentive and knowledgeable bar staff. Ugh. We've had some of the best uh, best service on Disney property at the Carthay Circle Lounge. Carthay Circle Lounge is the downstairs portion where you first walk in. Obviously, the Carthay Circle Restaurant, which is upstairs, is an upscale dining experience, which you do definitely have to get a reservation. However, you can go to the lounge. And, um, it is, I mean, primarily where we go. We've only been to the restaurant a few times. I think once. Yeah. Maybe only once. That's right. I've but we, been, but we've been to the lounge. It's great. But again, it's like an upscale. It's, it's not like a, just walk in and do it. Like it's more of a, you know, special occasion kind of thing. Whereas the lounge it's, I, I, I just love it. There's, um, the big drink that's featured and one that I get every time I'm there is the scotch mist which is noted to be Walt Disney's favorite drink he would get. And it's a simple drink. It's just, I'm pretty sure it's just scotch with a twist of orange, right? And then egg lemon. white, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, lemon. And then there's mm-hmm. like an egg white foam on top, right? Uh, okay. I don't know about the egg white foam. I, I know the... there's very little um, to it and it's delicious. It's just a, uh, and it's, you know, Walt's signature drink. And there's a lot of stuff like that. Very um, speakeasy type um simple uh mixed drink recipes Mm -hmm. there was a really good one the double pear martini oh my god that drink (laughs) Um, was so good it was a double cross an absolute pears vodka pear nectar and fresh lime juice complemented with a marinated baby pear that baby pear was so good and it was so cute yes (laughs) (laughs) i feel like i got i I got that after holly ordered (laughs) matt picked a a phenomenal place yes yeah that is a Their drinks are, you can never go wrong. The Scotch Mist is described as Johnny Walker Black Label Scotch with a lemon peel served over crushed ice. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, I I thought it was just a, I thought it was just Scotch and a a twist of something. And yeah, that's it. A lemon, a lemon peel. A lemon, lemon. It's, it's delicious. Yeah. That is a, that is a good one. So yeah, that's my pick. Carthay Circle Lounge. All right. All right. So drinking around Disney, what you got? What's your fifth choice? We are going to go to a galaxy far, far away with this one. Oh, good. I'm glad someone did. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to pick Ovis Cantina. Um, Ross is, I don't think Ross has ever been to that one either. You haven't been since they've opened Galaxy's I, Edge. I haven't, but a good buddy of mine I actually works there. So the next time I go down, I'll definitely see him. Um, mm, I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> should have told me that when I went. I could have got free stuff. Man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but we, uh, I've only been to the one at Disneyland. So I haven't been to the one at Disney World yet. But they're exactly the same. I figured they would be. Yeah. Um, my favorite was the uh, I got the jet juice. I don't know if y'all have had that there before. That one I did not have. I think that's the only one we didn't get. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's like bourbon. It has chili liquor and grape juice and lemon juice in it, and it's in a very little glass. It's just very. It's just very strong. <laughs> I like that. Um, uh, Courtney got the uh, fuzzy tauntaun. Yeah, where it uh, makes your whole mouth turn numb and tingle. That was interesting. <laughs> I love that. I don't know why I love it, but I love it. But even the theming of it is just so, it's just so oh, cool. It's great. 
I see you guys like a really good theme, like based on your list, like Trader Sam's, the Edison, Abracadabra, Territory Lounge, and Ogus Cantina all have very wildly specific themes. Yes. <laughs> and, right. and that's what you get when you go to Disney. I mean, like you right. can't get that in your hometown. Like those are, are that that's a, a great choice. I love that. Yeah, we do. Uh, we do love a good a good theme, <laughs> especially when it's done very well, like Disney usually does with it. Uh, for sure. Yeah, um, that's that's a good point because we, I mean you can go to a bar anywhere. I mean where where Disney does excel, it's it's always the it's always been the theming. Right. What is that? What was y'all's favorite drinks when y'all were there? Well, I mean, as you could hear from our resounding, uh, we all really enjoyed the fuzzy tauntaun. Uh, and I think we've tried pretty much everything there, with the exception of the the one drink that you that you highlighted. I feel like there was a, something called the Best and Fizz. Oh I yeah, remember that was like a, in that. that was another really good one. Um, whatever their version of like um, like a margarita. Uh, oh yeah, it's the Outer Rim. I yes. really like that one. That has tequila. A liquor, lime juice, um, and black salt. That was really good. And I also very much enjoyed the white wampa ale. That's one. I was going to say their beers. Are yeah, great. the beer, the beers were. I, I thought very very good. Um, and you know something unique that you can't get everywhere. So. What was the one that you made me order and you were so... You made me order it. No, like, he was so hell-bent on me trying this drink and it made my lips numb. That was fuzzy. That was fun. Was that the fuzzy? Okay, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was delicious. Buzz button tangling foam. Um, I I should say that I I think my only knock on Ogus Cantina, and and you can kind of see, I think it's two, um, I think it's it's two approaches and and why I like Carthay Lounge, or Carthay Circle Lounge, is that I talked about, like, liking a a respite from the the like loud and and uh like theme the hustle parkiness. and bustle of the theme parkiness of it all and you don't get that at ogas and that's fine as long as you know that that's what it is because you're very much like you're in there it's loud you're only going to be able to be there for a limited time before you're asked to basically go on your way because you know the next party has to go in so it's definitely not a relaxing place like i like to go to a bar and like hunker down like I like to I like to plant my roots like I'm I'm gonna be here a while you know and and you definitely don't get that there but what you do get like Cody and Ross and just that like incredible theming and and great specialty unique drinks so so yeah Oga's is a, a, a tight pick and definitely was on our our uh, yeah. honorable mentions yeah for sure um okay so i'm gonna go this is our, our last our last pick out of the rounding out the 10 best places to drink on disney property this is a place that i would venture to say that we go every single time we go to disney world and that's mm-hmm. kimono's lounge in the swan hotel Come on. we love kimonos you've got some of the best service some of the best drinks some of the best entertainment. Best sushi on property, I'll say it. Yeah, that is oh, Morimoto. No. Oh, Splitsville. Oh, Sorry. I don't I, know. I'll it's die on this hill. Best. What is the hill you're dying on? That Kimono's best has sushi. the best sushi on property. I'll <laughs> That's fine. You don't have to agree. Um, best combination of location, entertainment, drinks, and food on property. That I don't think can be beat. You are Right outside of Epcot and Hollywood Studios at Kimono's, the service is 
above above excellent i think a truly you, you never like for the minute you like finish a drink there is never there is never an empty like, drink there no which is yeah, truly right. i mean it's a great late night spot it really like doesn't close like basically <laughs> if you're there drinking they'll keep it open for you there's like no like concrete closing hour just keep singing yeah just keep singing uh they have karaoke which is really just really fun if you're not into singing karaoke it's a great people watching um yeah it's it's one of my favorite spots and they have a great like if you're just like i just need a beer great beer um if you want like the sake sangria or like the um you know the raspberry sangria they have a lot of great specialty drinks, but just, I, I can't speak highly enough of kimonos. That is somewhere I think I do go on every trip. Really great variety too. I know you, I mean, like they've got a good beer menu. I mean, you have your, you have your like standard, um, Asian beers, your Singtao's, your, uh, Sapporo's, um, your rice beers. But I mean, you also have like your, your standard domestics. And I want to say last time I was there, they had like a decent variety of, um, uh, of uh, import like uh beers like they had some like decent almost like i don't want to say micro brews they have a great variety yeah, you can get some like domestic um yeah sorry like domestic like, not like yeah. sam adams like they had like Correct. some like some they might have like highlight um yeah oh yeah cigar so city. yeah, 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 yeah. Cigar city. i for yeah Cody and Ross, have you guys been to Kimonos? I have not. I, Ross has. I have not either. I, oh my oh gosh, man. you guys gotta go! It is oh. it is such a great spot that is just like a nice transition out of Epcot. If you go out of the International Gateway, it's really mm-hmm. just like such a nice way to wind down your night. It's fun. You can take the boat. You yeah. can take the yeah. boat like, it's a perfect final destination. Side note: Swan and Dolphin are nearly deluxe resorts at moderate prices oh that's absolutely true yeah i mean the swan and the the swan and dolphin are i think highly uh overrated yeah not overrated underrated Underrated. for what you get in the location that if you were to buy like the same room at like for instance the yacht club where if you're at the if you're the Swan and the Yacht Club, it's the same distance yeah. to Hollywood Studios and Epcot. Yeah, so, you're way closer. You're closer. Oh, absolutely, yeah, right, right. absolutely. So I, I really think it's worth checking out if you haven't hung out there. And we're not even like mentioning what's in the Dolphin with Blue Zoo and Shula. Like they've got some great oh, yeah. amenities I and their like, lobby. Yeah, as the one member of the podcast that is a non-DVC owner, this is like almost my go-to when we go down because I don't stay at the boardwalk. I don't stay at yacht or beach or anything like that. For me, Swan and Dolphin offer the same amenities in the same location for half the price. If you're going to buy just a room. Right. right, Yeah. That's a great point. Exactly what, what Scott said earlier, which is you, you get deluxe amenities at moderate prices. Yes, for sure. I feel like we're like recording a testimony. (laughs) No, I'm just a believer. (laughs) The rooms are gorgeous. They've all been remodeled in both hotels um, the pool area. The pool. It's right? like more it's, adult. It's a Vegas pool area. Oh, it is. It's yeah. essentially a, a Las was, Vegas pool. Yeah, they're like you slap two Vegas strip hotels down in, uh, yeah. right, like right there along the Seven Seas Lagoon. Nope. No, no. Crescent, Crescent Lake. Crescent Lake. Crescent Lake. Crescent Lake. Lake. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. That water. That water. That, wa- that old water. The surrounding restaurants and oh, lounges so are oh, so very, good, yeah. very, I mean, come on, Blue Zoo Lounge. Oh, so good. Um, was it, what's the lounge called in the Dolphin? 
Uh, oh, the lobby bar. The fins? lobby fins. 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 No, 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 no. that's the. the I think beer. it is called fins. No, I think it might be. Yeah, I yeah, think he's right. It, it I think that's fins. yeah. It's because I know they make a, a beer <laughs> and don't meal. forget fuel. <laughs> yeah, fuel. The Brianna would not let us go, yeah, let us go. We forgot fuel. There's so much. <laughs> In that vicinity that you can pick and choose from. Yes. Totally. Um, all right. So any, do you, Cody or Ross, do you guys have any honorable mentions? Because I think we have two that we were like, oh, we had to talk about, but we. I've got a personal honorable mention too. Okay. We have two, Scott. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Scott. Wait, no, we asked Cody and Ross. Okay, okay. We were just talking for like 10 minutes. Jesus. Yeah, sorry. Guys, come on. I really like the Lamplight Lounge at California. Oh, Denver. yes. That was on our list. I really like that. It's just a really cool atmosphere. And they have really good food and drinks. The uh, I think it's what, the lobster nachos? Lobster Is that what? Yeah. nachos. Yeah, they're, they're one of my favorites. I love a good nacho anyway. You can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. Um. But that, that was my honorable mention. Do you have one, Ross? Uh, I think my honorable mention is... The Rose and Crown Pub at Epcot. Um, oh, Matt's a big fan. I love a good pub vibe, and I love going in there and getting me my pint of Guinness. And if that piano player is playing, trying to find a spot where I can sit down if it's not too full or just down. I've there. never been there when the piano player is playing, Man, but I've like always been there. More. I, but, Try and pry him away, though. Yeah. I know. Good luck, I Charlotte and a piano player? Charlotte, is, Charlotte makes my top three um, bar top staff players. on property. What was your drink there, though? It was um, the something the in tan? The cider and black. Cider and black. Yeah, it is a um, it is a cider and black currant juice. Have you guys had that? No, mm-hmm. I've had the black and tan and a snake bite or something like that. And then the black. Next time, um, yeah. my friend, my friend Josh, um, dear friend Josh, um, turned me on to the cider and black at the Rosen Crown Pub. Next time you're there, definitely yeah. check it out. It's delicious. Definitely will have to. That sounds really good. <laughs> it, is, it is solid. It's really good. Awesome. Um, any other honorable mentions from the WDW happy hour? Scott song? has one. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, Scott. I love the Ale and Compass Lounge. I know you I'm do. Not. And I'm with you, boy. I mean, honestly, if I hadn't And picked, where is the Ale and Compass? That is at the Yacht Club. Yes. And uh, I just love the atmosphere there. That's where I went after a couple of the marathons to get my Mickey Ultra. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta rehydrate. Right, yeah, you know. But uh, no, I, I, that's my one of my personal favorites. Awesome. Anybody else? Are you going to say it? Yeah, I mean, I I have two others. Uh, As a podcast, I think Baseline Tap House is somewhere Mm. we Uh. always go when we're in Hollywood Studios. Like, at least put an hour of time in there. Um, maybe not the. We clock in and we clock out, and it is worth it. We clock in, we clock out, we go over to Slinky Dog. Yeah. I think, and there's one I think, if I'm not mistaken, the the guys from uh, drinking around Disney not uh, this location. Oh Are boy, you, we're starting but, fights. Okay, uh, go ahead. I'm cool with this. Was, uh, Bellevue Lounge at the boardwalk. Oh no, I'm not cool with this. That is one of my favorite spots. I thought Cody and Ross were talking crap on baseline, which I would be totally cool with because I'm the lone survivor on this podcast, and I'm like, I don't see the big appeal. But if you're talking crap on Bell, Bellevue Lounge, you got to – so so I'm giving you the floor here, Cody and Ross. And what what didn't t- you like about it? And- I could be totally wrong when I say that because I listen to a million things. So I remember us talking about that one. Yeah. yeah. I've never been there. <laughs> oh, okay. Wait, what did they, they said they've never oh, been. So oh. you're, you're thinking of a different Cody yes, and Ross. Yes, I am definitely thinking <laughs> of a different Cody and Ross. Um, well, you guys have to go. It is like the – well, I – 
I have determined after looking at our list that you guys enjoy like a good theme and like strong drinks and we're like quiet, like (laughs) decompressed. Like I feel like we have different goals here, but maybe when we go together one day, we'll go take you guys to the Bellevue Lounge and you can take us to the Territory Lounge. And we can go- And the Edison. And the Edison. Edison. um, Because we really like the Bellevue Lounge. It's very quiet. It's a nice night ender. Mm-hmm. And like, we didn't say um, the Bellevue Lounge is in the Boardwalk Hotel. It is like a tiny little nook, which like there's not much. It's to their it. lobby bar. It's right? a lot. It's it's yeah. well, it's it's off the lobby. It's yeah. like it's, but it's like it's tiny. Like there's there are there's like limited outdoor seating. There's a little terrace. But for the most part, there's like some couches and a very tiny bar. You might not know it was there if you didn't. Oh know right, yeah. You probably if yeah. you've been to the Boardwalk Hotel, it's, you might have walked by it a bunch of times and not even known. For it's location there. purposes, it's above Flying Fish. Mm-hmm. Correct. But there are a lot of great specialty cocktails that involve bourbon and whiskey. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. the Bellevue. I didn't yeah, I that. feel like you guys would like it. It's turn of the century drink, so you do get a lot of like stronger things. I always get a big mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah, so. that's like a beer spot <laughs> for me. A, but, they have a really um, great Michelob Ultra. I don't know if you've heard of this uh, Michelob Ultra. <laughs> it's like a nice. It's a nice light beer with uh. It's low on calories. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's low on carbs. Well, I guess it's low on calories. A little bit of both. I got the sidecar noir. Yeah, we both got that. That one. It was like Fireball Cinnamon Whiskey Contre Noel. <laughs> Mm. I'm trying to be yeah, really totally yeah. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> Orange juice and fresh lemon juice. And like when I got it, I was like, wow, this is really good. Yeah. We both um, got that one night. Yeah. We both got it. I remember yeah. exactly what night But there's like was. a lot. Like I said, there are a lot of great whiskey and burby, bourbon. <laughs> whiskey and, and burby. burby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. This is where like. Oh, man. The hippopotamus. <laughs> whiskey and bourbon cocktails that are very spot Get out. You're cut off. <laughs> that was great. Man, good times, good times. Oh, Cody and Ross, I apologize. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun for me to edit, too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. This it's going to be great. great for your listeners to be introduced to the WDW Hour Hour Podcast. <laughs> They're going to be like, he is drunk. It's <laughs> my life dream. Yeah, when the when the nice southern hospitality meets the northern train wreck. <laughs> I think it was we were making the Lapu Lapu one episode. Oh god. And we oh, oh, we've definitely Oh, I love Tambu Lounge. I don't even think yes. we talked about that, but Tambu, Tambu Lounge, Jacques Lindsay, um, Tutagusto, Hearthstone, all really good. So but those uh, those lapu lapu snuck up, stuck up on us for that episode. And it was like halfway through, like, this is really strong. <laughs> we definitely feel Oh yeah, for sure. It's such a good drink. It is just such a good drink. We but. replicate. Instead of pineapple, we don't want to miss out on the giant pineapple. Right. It's like you're. It's like you're eating fruit anyway. So right. I remember right. Matt bought that for everyone. Yeah, that was a good that was one. that was what I loved about it. And how much was it per person? So bad. <laughs> Yeah, I don't remember why. You had a moment of just being a nice guy, and everyone took advantage of it. Right. I said I'd buy a round. I said I'd buy a round for you guys, and you guys picked the most expensive thing on the menu. And that's why I. Ne- that's why I never again. <laughs> well, that's that's on you, brother. That is on me. So, um, all right. So we're we're getting we're getting to like the hour and a half mark, and um, it's getting to be a bit off the rails. So. Um, um, we're going to do our last call items, so I'm going to kick it over to Cody and Ross. Um, do you guys have any last call items or just general things that you want to plug? Um, just, you know, assuming that 
actually, assuming that people are listening on our side and listening on the WDW Happy Hour feed, do you want to just plug? Because I realized we didn't even do this and we should have done this at the jump. Um, do you want to plug your podcast and tell them where to find you and um, just anything that you guys want to talk about? Sure. I mean, we're drinking around Disney. You can find us on Spotify, Google, really wherever podcasts are at. Um, we we make the drinks. We talk about uh, Disney stuff. We get drunk sometimes mid podcast. Those are always fun. <laughs> we understand. <laughs> we uh, one of our favorite things to do is we play games called like One's Got to Go, where we make each other mad about picking each other's favorite things to get rid of. Yep. I don't know if y'all listened to that episode. But it was it was lovely. It's very um, cool. But yeah, I mean, it's uh, we enjoyed being with y'all today, and it's been very fun for us anyway. Yeah, we had a the blast. Feeling is mutual. Um, <laughs> on, on our side, guys, do we anyone have any last call items? Holly's got something. Holly's got I one. have something. Um, the child, as we all know, aka Baby Yoda, mm-hmm. um, is now making a special appearance on the outskirts of Batu. Yes, did I say that yes, correctly? Yes, sure you can get a very special photo pass, Disney photo pass opportunity with the child. The, baby the child, Baby Yoda. When Holly was telling us this before the podcast, I thought that we all thought she just said a child. A child. You know, you got, if you go to Star Wars land, you can just get a picture with a child. And I was like, that sounds illegal. Well, <laughs> the child. Hopefully the second season of The Mandalorian, the name will be revealed. It is. It, it is and then perfect. we won't have to go through this whole A Child, The Child, Baby Yoda. Yoda. Hey, Ross, you guys watch The Mandalorian? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yes. I love making baby, baby Yoda. God, I love it. It was great. Um, anyone else have any last call items? No. I mean, mm-hmm. find us at WDW Happy Hour on any social media platform. Um, yeah, we're, we're also on, um, you know, um, the iTunes store, Spotify, the Google, Google play store, Stitcher, like, you know, like Cody and Ross said, we're, we're basically wherever podcasts are at the weird. <laughs> and so. if you want a window into what it's like of us going to Disney world, there's the video of Rob and me <laughs> drinking around the world on YouTube somewhere. Yeah. WGW happy hour on YouTube. Oh, you that's a classic. Watch and subscribe. <laughs> and that is, that video is great, but I actually recommend the blooper. Oh, video the outtakes is, even is so better. good. Yeah. So yeah. Watch us there. Uh, watch Rob and Scott. I, make I'm actually, I might, um, because I enjoy beer so much. And I always wanted to do it in correlation with like a food and wine or a festival. Uh-huh. And now that they have the 12 ounce drinks, Ooh. we might have a drinking around the world part due. Mm. Wow. Okay. So, you we'll can't see. have it without Scott though. Mm. Uh, Scott, you're going to have to get in the suitcase. Jeez. Yeah. So, Shock. Sorry. Room for you, buddy. <laughs> climb in, climb in. Well, All this right. was a blast. I, I, this was so much fun. Thank Cody and Ross. This was, this was awesome. Thank you for doing this with us. And we, we definitely have to, um, meet up at the parks when, uh, it becomes less prohibitive to do so. <laughs> right. We're hoping to go to D23 this year. I don't know if y'all oh, we'll go be there. there. We'll be there. So uh, maybe we can meet y'all up there or yes. wherever. I, 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 assuming that it's it's a go, I I would love to meet up with you guys at D23 Expo. That sounds like a blast. And if you've never been there, we can show you the ropes because, well, it's always a disaster. The first yeah, day, it, is, so. it is always a cluster. Yeah, by showing you the ropes, we mean we will show you a rope and someone will burn it from the top and you will fall. 
That is what that is a, the perfect See, metaphor to, to me, what attending the D23 Expo me, is. We'll show you the ropes means we'll show you the ropes that they use to keep people out and watch as people knock them over and walk over them. <laughs> Yeah, it is. It, that is D twenty. Yeah, it's a disaster, but it's our disaster. That's right. <laughs> well, right. yeah, I think I think that about does it. So thank you guys so much, and and yes. for those listening, uh, thank you guys for th- thanks. Thank you for listening to those listening. Thank you for listening. <laughs> All right. Well, everyone, oh, cheers. Cheers. cheers! Cheers! Thank you for listening to WDW Happy Hour. Please like us on Facebook and feel free to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. If you enjoy the podcast, we encourage you to share by telling your friends and also writing a nice review on iTunes. Cheers.